morning. Thanks, Rog, for all you do. Rog was in my home. He had uh, just moved from Ohio. And his mother came to me when we were starting this church. We hadn't started yet. We're just getting going. Hadn't had our first service. And he, she said, is there something you can maybe find my, for my son to do? And Roger had been away from the Lord for many, many years. And he had just moved from Columbus down here. And I didn't know him from Adam's house cat. But I thought, well, sure, he's welcome. Everybody's welcome. We, that's what the point is. Yes or no? Amen. So I didn't know him. And Raj did not want to come <laughs> at all. He was like that song last week. Remember that song last week, I Want to Go to Church? Remember that song? That was a great song, man. But it was about somebody who hadn't been to church in a long time, wanted to go back. And uh, so Roger started coming, and uh, the night before we started the church, or a couple of nights before, we had a little banquet, a little chicken dinner like we have in a day, but it was a little tiny thing. And uh, Roger brought his camera and just filmed things. He didn't really have a place, he didn't think, or a part. And, and that first week, we uh, had song sheets for everybody. Can you imagine such a thing? Song sheets, typed up. Can you imagine doing that every single week? That would be crazy. And I'd been a musician and stuff and singer and all that, whatever. But this is nuts, man. And uh, so we did that, and we just realized that wasn't going to work. So we got the idea, let's get an overhead projector. You know, them things was just coming out back then, remember? They were expensive. And so we needed somebody to run it. Well, guess who started doing it? Take a wild guess. Roger. He's been with me 17 years. There's nobody that has a guy like him in the country. Nobody. And if this is your first time coming to church, you're going to see how we do church. And you get the scriptures and you get more than you can get, even though I don't know how much today because we're doing a little different kind of message. But you'll learn coming here. You'll learn. You'll go, I know I'm learning the Bible. I'm learning something. Amen. Say that's why we coming if we ain't. Yes or no? Come on. So anyway, buddy, I just want to say thank you for being my partner for 17 years. Amen. He and I have the same hairdo. Amen. And he and I both love to eat. Amen. We both love our wives, don't we? And our youngins. Amen. Say. But he is an Ohio State fan. I'm going to tell you right now. That guy bleeds. He bleeds that red. Boom, it'll pop out of him red. I'm telling you. You cut him and his red blood, it'll come out of him. Ask him to cut himself. See if it don't come right out. Here we go. Come on. Let's go to the message. Come on, buddy. Let's go. God's amazing grace. A little series I've been in talking about the grace of God. Amen. And we're going to just look at a little bit. Last week we talked about, and then I'm going to go a little different direction for a few minutes this morning. I love that graphic. I've seen it many times. He uses it. Say that with me. The miracles of grace and and fellowship. So I'd like to talk a little bit about the miracles of grace. Now, last week was that whole message. So I'm just going to hit it briefly. But then I want to talk about some miracles of fellowship. And instead of me telling you, I'm going to have some other people tell you on the screen. But I'm just going to read their words today. Amen. Let's just see what we can find today as we celebrate this great day in the Lord. But let's look at these miracles. Say them with me out loud. These are miracles of God's grace. Just in case you think you're good looking enough or good enough or you've done enough or given enough to get to heaven, you haven't and you won't and you never will be able to do that. You can't do what God did for you. And if you even tried, you'd still go to hell. That's tough talk, ain't it? Well, it's the truth. But let's look at the miracles of grace. 
And I did four of them with you last week. I said, Rod, stick all seven of them up. And there's a lot more than that. But let's just say them out loud. Will you say it with me? God became a man for me. Now say that other part. I am. Wow. You mean God would so love the world that he would give his only begotten son that whoever would believe in him could be saved? Yeah, I think that's a Bible verse, ain't it? John three sixteen. Yes. He became a man for me. Got it? Yes or no? Just in case you think you can get this up some other way. <laughs> well, I don't think you'll be able to pull this off. You need Jesus. You hear me or not? Come on. Number two. Say it with me. Help me now. Jesus gave himself willingly as the sacrifice for for my sin. So, say that with me now. I am what? I'm saved. Wow. These are miracles, aren't they? Yes or no? You mean God became a man for me? Mm Mm-hmm. Because he loves you. And you mean he willingly not only became a man, but he came here for the sole purpose of to seek and to save that which is what? Lost. He came to give his life a what for many? A ransom for many. Amen. That's why he came. But God commended his love toward us, and while we were yet sinners, Christ did what? He what? Died for us. So, this is incredible. See, grace is about God loving me and giving to me. But we've gotten screwed up in the church. We've took the thing over. Somehow we've made it about us and God somewhere else. We've done that in our country too, by the way. But this is your country. You're looking at your country this morning. Believers in Jesus Christ all across this nation. But you'd turn on your TV, you'd think we've gone to hell in a handbasket in our country. It's all a big lie. Did you hear? Did you know there's still mamas that love their babies? Yes or no? Yes or no? There's daddies and mamas. Did you know people are literally, there's some people still married? Yes or no? You would think, no, that's the old way. Though that is today and that is the way. It's all a big bunch of lies. It's crazy. I'm not saying we don't have problems. I'm just trying to tell you. We've just flipped the thing on its head. America thinks it got where it is on its own. The church thinks it got where it is on its own. We're crazy people. You be careful with that kind of thinking. You'll split hell wide open with that kind of thinking. This kind of thinking is God's thinking. Did you hear me, yes or no? Did I make up that stuff, God became a man? Are you kidding me? I'm from Rockingham. I didn't know any of this. You mean God so loved me, he gave his life for me on a cross? Yeah, he did. Let's look at another miracle. Another one. This is great. I love this. This is what fellowship's about. Say that one with me loud. Jesus completely reconciled me to God now and what? Forever. Say that with me. I am what? What does that mean? I was on my way to hell, lost, a sinner, all have sinned. And because of Jesus... That has been blotted out, and I have a relationship now with God, now and forevermore. Is that a miracle or what? You think you can do that by popping a dollar in the offering plate? Say, or I was good to my neighbor. I took care of their dog one week. People have told me the dumbest things. I think they think I'm dumb because I talk country. 
Believe it or not, I do have even a college education. It's hard to believe. I know it is. But I like the way I talk because, boy, when you talk like I do, you do get to hear some doozies. They wouldn't tell that to a highly sophisticated fellow. <laughs> Amen. It is funny, my job. Come on, number four. Number four. Let's look at the fourth miracle. Say that with me. Jesus freed me from the curse of sin. What does that mean? We still sin, but sin is no longer got a hold on me. Say that with me. I am what? I am what? I am free. I'm free. What that really means is the devil ain't my daddy no more. He used to call the shots in my life. He doesn't call the shots in my life. See, I found out fear's a liar. Say that with me. Fear's a what? It's a liar. See, he says you don't matter. He says you have no value. He says nobody will love you. You're a piece of garbage. You know, you can't make it. Somebody leaves you. Somebody leaves you. You want to shoot yourself because you're crazy. And God says, excuse me, hold the phone. I love you. You matter to me. Amen? And also, we can have past, past drugs, past drinking, past things that, you know, guys, and stuff you even still struggle with. The thing is, you can overcome so much in your life when you realize, what in the heck am I doing this for when God is my Father? Jesus is my Savior. The Holy Spirit is my helper and my comforter. I, ha I have already won. I've overcome this thing. I can do all things through who? Christ to what? Hey, we give these away. They're on my arm. Jesus strong. Say that with me. Jesus strong. They match the color of my skin. Why? Because I don't want to be one that brags about it. I want it to blend in. You see me? You see what I'm saying? It ain't about, look at Gary, got Jesus strong on. No, it's for Gary to look at Gary and realize, I can do anything through Christ. Why? Because I've been freed. Say, I'm free. I'm free. Isn't it funny? That's what the world wants, isn't it? In countries, we see people in bondage. They want to be what? Our founders founded this great country on what? Give, it, give me liberty or give me what? Freedom. And that's what you have in Jesus Christ. No wonder America's been a success story. Amen. Say, freedom, freedom. So you have a chance now to fight the good fight of fight in your life because you're saved and you're loved and you've been reconciled and that curse has been broken. And Satan will still whisper in your ear, you're not a Christian, you're not saved. Well, I, you, better, you better listen to him if you are putting your trust in your money or your church attendance. Even the devil's right there. But if your trust is in Jesus Christ and he says you don't belong to the Lord, he's a liar. Say it with me. He's a what? A liar. Get behind me what? Amen. Number five. Say it with me. Jesus delivered me from the powerful clutch of the devil. We've been talking a little bit about that. Say that with me. I am what? He ain't my daddy no more. I'm delivered from that. So both the curse and that one sort of go together. Amen? Look at number six. I just got seven, I think. Say that with me. Jesus healed my broken heart. How many ever had? Be honest with me. You know what it is to have a broken heart. My hand's up. I know what it feels like. Man, it is crappy. Ain't it safe? It's awful. It's awful, ain't it? 
It's like the worst feeling ever. I mean, I mean, you can feel really bad in this world. But I just don't know what beats a broken heart. And broken heart and just somebody leaving you. Broken hearts losing somebody that you love. And your heart is absolutely broken. Guess what? Jesus, the Bible says, he heals the brokenhearted. That's what the Bible says. He comes to set the captives what? Free. Say those three words with me. I am what? You'll see crazy TV preachers. They'll pop you on the head. They'll take your money for a miracle. I'm going to tell you right now, I've lived long enough. I'd rather have a broke arm or a, a hurt this or some organ that won't function in just right and to have my broken heart healed. You hear me? That's what I want. I limp the rest of my life if I had to, to have a heart that wasn't broken anymore. Y'all hear me or not? We've got so many people, they're not all in one service, and some of them are up north. But I know several of them. Some of them come to mind. Some of the handicaps that they have, some of the struggles that they have, but the smile on their face, they have been set free. Amen? And they're champions. They're warriors. The miracles of grace. Number seven. Say that with me. Jesus represents me, this is a miracle, as high priest, mediator, and lawyer before who? That's a, I hit my head so hard about killing You people that have hair, it's like a soft landing you've got. When you bald and you slap yourself in the head, it hurts. Anyway, what's that mean? That means the Bible says Jesus Christ is now seated at the right hand of God the Father. Say it if you know it. Where he ever lives to make what for us? Intercession for us. The question is about grace. Do you want to keep putting, do you want to keep doing everything yourself? I'm good enough. I give enough. I'm, I'm not that bad. Is that how you're going to talk to God? Yes or no? That's crazy. Can you imagine Jesus sitting right at the right hand of God the Father and you talking like you talking like a lunatic? And God's looking at Jesus and they're going, Yes or no? His grace is pretty amazing, isn't it? We're just talking about it. Say that with me, those, those last three words. I am what? Well, we sure don't see that in Washington much, do we? Yes or no? Say. <laughs> there are representatives. Now, that's funny. That's funny, ain't it? Say. Aren't you glad heaven and Jesus doesn't run it like Washington? Here's what's wrong with the church today. We're running it like Washington. People are trying to save themselves and represent themselves and, and, and do heaven on their own. And, do it. and it is a total disaster. And that's what's wrong too in our country. I'm telling you right now. You hear me or not? It's amazing when you become a believer. You just hear, you see things a little different. Amen? Keep looking. Some scripture now. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And that light shines in darkness, and the darkness comprehends it not. Jesus Christ is the light of the world. 
He is a light shining in us, guys. He came to this world and the world didn't receive him. And still a lot of people today don't receive it. They'd rather try to get up some other way than the amazing grace of God. Amen. I hope you understand. Are you all, are you all hearing me today clear? Am I, am I confusing anybody? Say. Good. Thank you. That's what I want. Gary can't save you. This church can't save you. You can't save you. We got some awesome people in this church. I mean, they are real saints of God. They can't save you, and they'd be the first ones to tell you. Quit trying to, quit trying to do this grace of God on your own. How about humble yourself and say, thank you, Lord. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. Amen. Beloved, let us love one another. I want to just talk a little bit about fellowship now. Let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone that loves is born of God and knows God. He that knoweth not, he that loveth not, knows not God. For God is what? God is love. Say that with me. One of my favorite verses in the Bible. We love him because he what? See, we've screwed that up. (laughs) You know, he loves me because I'm super special and I do everything good. That's only in your Bible. No, we love him because he first loves sinners like us. Amen. Some miracles of Fellowship Church. I thought I'd just share a few with you. Let's pop it up, Raj. Well, there's our staff. They've been with me. Thank the Lord. They've been with me for 17 years. Even if people don't like me, they got to say, at least he's had that same staff for 17 years. And even if they don't like me, <laughs> they have to say, yeah, but he don't like to borrow no money and he likes to do everything debt free. You see what I'm saying? You hear me? Yes or no? But see, all that's a lie, too, because people do like me. People like you. And I love you. I love you. And I know I'm loved here. If you're here today and say, I don't like you, boy, you're in a rare minority this morning. I know I'm loved. I hope you can say that. I know I'm loved. It don't have to be 18,000 people that love you. Start with God. Start with God loves me. And then if you've got anybody else on this planet that loves you, put their name right there. How about that? Amen. And then would you do this? Put my name there. Gary loves me. Put Miss Edna's name at that door that hugs your neck. How many had Miss Edna hug you today? Let me see some hands. Yeah, praise the Lord. You ought to. Why don't you put her name there? You you understand? Why don't you call fear a liar what it is? Amen. Love, man. Love. So I want to hear from the staff. Alexander Christie. Here's a few miracles at this church said by Alex. Let me look at it, Alex. He said, volunteer workers. We have an incredibly faithful, hardworking staff of volunteers here at Fellowship. Faithful people not giving up. Most of the people who started with us are still with us. Or were with us until they died. And now they're in heaven. That's a good thing, man. Alex says, that's a miracle. Doing it for the Lord. Fellowship and not ourselves. All we do, Alex says, is for the glory of God. We're not working so hard for our own legacy, but for the Lord's. Boy, I like him, don't you? Wow, I love him, I do. 
Incredible gifts from givers. We don't sell anything. So when you see a t-shirt for sale out there, know that every t-shirt we sell, we're giving more away than we're selling probably. And we take a loss on every one of them. Why? We say if you can't afford it, take one. Why? Because we want to get the word out. It's all about the word out. Amen. Come on. We don't sell stuff. People give because they follow the Lord's leading and believe in what is happening at Fellowship Church. That's why we give. Amen. I love what we do here. He says the lost are getting saved at fellowship. He says not a Sunday goes by without the message of hope and salvation being preached. And because of that, many have come to the Lord and have been saved. How many would say, I heard about Jesus and put my faith in Jesus Christ here at this church? Can I see your hand? I did that. I did that. I did that. I did that. You're in the, you're here. Alex ain't, Alex ain't pulling no bull here. We paid every bill on time. Well, who's that talking? Well, that's the administrator talking. I've never written a check. 17 years. That's pretty amazing. Not even early on, Clark. Nope. Very few pastors could ever say that. This is how the Lord has helped me in my life. But this man and Dina have paid every bill. And not never one time has a bill gone what? <laughs> that is funny right there, ain't it? How many would call that a miracle? That's a miracle. And they've always been paid what? On what? You won't find anybody that will come up to you and tell you the truth and say, Fellowship Church has not paid their bills on time. You won't find them. Now, when we built this building, there were bills they wanted paid earlier, but we didn't give them all the money because they had screwed up something. I'm happy to pay for it if you come and get your tail back here and get it done right. It's not my money. This is God's money. Amen. People love to work for us here at Fellowship. They know they're getting their money right away. Amen. Praise the Lord. Members become friends, then family. Alex speaking. If you put in some time around here and a little effort to make you some friends, your family will grow. He quotes my daughter. Like Elise once told me, we do get to pick our family. And we pick Fellowship Church. Amen. Just like the Lord. I love that line. I love that line. I love that. That's awesome. Let's hear from somebody else. We only got a couple of minutes left. Dina. Dina's been sick. Dina had a bad fall. She like Humpty Dumpty. But we're putting her back together, even though she's got a broke elbow and a face this. And she's going to be here the second service. Do not go like, don't do that to her. Don't stare at her. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Come on. <laughs> She's worked with me for 30 years. Can you believe that? 30 years. And I want women represented anywhere I go. I want a woman with me that has the ear of women and wants to do for women and, and cares about And plus, I don't want to just do things based on a man's thing. Because we're good at stuff. But listen, we need help and we need each other. Yes or no? Amen. So Dina's been with me a long time. Here's what she says. We started with a small staff, and we still have the same small staff. Amen. We've added also Jen. Mitch also helps us with the music. But, you know, but I'm talking about the staff day in, day out. Listen to me. That's the same team. She says how involved we are in the community. We're still in our community. We support our kids through sports. You heard about it today. Bible clubs, major supporter of our local food bank. 
Helping the needy, helping the homeless. I was there the night helping kids that are, for no fault of their own, they've been abused, they've been put on the shelf. And we help kids like this. Yes or no? Amen. They matter. How people came to fellowship by our signs. How many ever saw a fellowship sign anywhere or a bumper sticker? That's funny, ain't it? Yeah. Even the Chamber of Commerce think, Clark, man, if you want to know something about promoting, go see Clark. Because we believe in what we're doing here. Yes or no? I'm not going to hide us. We were criticized earlier. You shouldn't be having billboards, and that's not what Jesus would do. Just shut up. <laughs> Telling me what Jesus would do, acting like you were there. Hush your big mouth. Amen. I guess we've, we're seeing it. Amen. Yes or no? Come on. Five of our signs, our bumper stickers, through word of mouth. By the way, we got bumper stickers free. They're always free. They cost money. She says, the trial of my own life, of pastor's personal life, how God has blessed us all. He's used us to grow our church by being what? Real. By people preaching what? Real. And reaching how? Real. What kind of folk? Regular folk. And loving how? Boy, she's, got, she's on the ball, ain't she? She's on the ball. Come on. The miracle of getting to see people's lives change, to see how they want to get involved, to see and and get the word out to their friends and their neighbors about our church. That's a miracle that people would do that. Yes or no? I love reading those cards. And many times I'll read a card, a visitor card, and I'll have your name on there. Somebody, a friend told them. Amen? A family member. Fellowship Church, this is Dina speaking. It's my life. It's my passion. It's my love. It means the world to me. She had to go take care of her mom and daddy up north. She said, when I left to go up north, I felt spiritually that I grew stagnant because I couldn't find a church like Fellowship Church. This is her words, not mine. But they could be mine. Both Chuck, her hubby, and I couldn't wait to move back full time so that we could be back at Fellowship serving the Lord with such an awesome group of people. That's what she thinks about you. Last but not least, the biggest miracle of Fellowship is having, look at this, Gary is our pastor. He, she is funny. She wants something. Pastor, shepherd, leader, and a friend who's real. That's what I want to be. But I love her for saying that. Last one, big mouth, right up there. You can't shut the guy up on Sunday. That's funny. He never says a word, hardly. Raj, quit that. Quit it. Quit it. Quit it. He's a smart cookie. Don't you talk about him. Here's what Roger says. Look at it. Fellowship Church changes lives. Whether it's turning from a life of sin or just a life away from the Lord, Fellowship Church has been a light on a hill for many people. There's so many stories of recovery and redemption within our doors. My personal story, Roger says, as well as my family's story, are just a few for his glory. If you get a chance, ask Roger to tell you about his family and how some things in their life, how God has helped them. It'll be beautiful. The big thing about fellowship is that we truly care for one another. From a, the hug you get at the front door to the love you get from the staff and congregation, we're a family and not the bickering kind. We're the loving kind. We even eat together happily. How does that happen? <laughs> That's funny, buddy. People find a place of hope. There have been so many people that have been searching for some place that will accept them as they are without worrying about being judged on their past lives or even their current circumstances. It's not about what they wear here. It's about that they are, 
they are there. Amen. About they're there. Our mission statement. We love Jesus. We love people. That drives our engine here, and that causes miracles in people's lives. That's what we've seen. People have a chance to be part of something big. We often hear, I just wanted some place where I could plug in and, and be something for somebody. Well, this has been the place for people to do just that. Come here, and you can be a part of our wonderful volunteer staff. To some people, this is a miracle. Just being what? I've seen people serve the Lord where they were rejected at other churches because their personality might be a little gruff. They might not be a big talker. But you know what? They are gifted in some area, and they can do for the Lord. Amen. What else? Our origins are provident. A faithful few came together to encourage Pastor Gary to begin this church. And gave him the support he needed to accomplish something that was not yet seen. Hebrews 11.1. 1. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. But just the timing of how our staff came together. From Gary's idea of a new beginning. To Roger starting a new life just at the right time. To Dina realizing she needed to come and be a part. To Alex being there exactly when he was needed. God ordained this ministry and its core. And I don't think anybody could argue with that. It's incredible. This ship was never at risk of sinking. The fellowship. Say that with me. The fella what? The fellowship. This ship was never at risk of sinking because our Lord's the builder. Our Lord is the wind in our sails. And our Lord controls the seas. He is in control. Boy, Roger can preach, can't he? Look at him. The miracles of fellowship. Roger, am I done? I am. I'm at the clock. I'm done, buddy. I'm done. I believe in miracles. Jesus' miracles were always about who? They were always about people. Why does a miracle even matter? And I'll quit right here. If it doesn't help people. Did y'all hear me or not? Why does a miracle even matter if it doesn't help people? And we've got to have communion, so let's have communion this morning. But I just wanted to share some miracles of grace with you and a few miracles from our staff. Amen? Fellowship is an awesome place, and we're glad you're part of it and want you to keep helping us. Amen? And uh, how about we fill this place up this winter? You think we might can work at it? Yes or no? Let's work our... Come on, let's praise the Lord. Let's work our tail off. Let's work our tail off. Amen? Praise the Lord. By the way, my wife did that little thing when she and I got married. It's called the greatest is love. Every little fish has somebody. Look at them. Even the seahorse is looking at somebody. By the way, if somebody will remind me, I'd like to get a bunch of these made up. I'd like to get a bunch. It might take us a few weeks. I'll get a bunch of them made up. I'm going to try to have them in little frames for you. They're only about this big. And I'd like you to have one sitting in your house. How many have one already? You've got one already. A few of you... You got them from me. Now listen, I'm going to do that because they're beautiful. I want you to know you're loved and you matter. Amen? And the colors. My wife's a great painter, so she loves some funky colors. Amen? Let's thank the Lord for His Word this morning and our time together. A little bit different. A little bit different. Amen. Come on. Amen. Let's get on.